he okay okay i have i have done my intro like three freaking times for some reason i just feel very anxious right now so i'm gonna try doing my intro one more time because i keep telling myself it is not that deep it is not that serious it is just a podcast that i am recording in my closet so without further ado third time's a charm. Hey guys, it's me, CTG Arya, founder of CoolTransGirl.com, and today is episode six of my podcast, Cool Trans Girl. If you are new here, essentially, I am creating the content I wish I had access to earlier in my transition, um, focusing on health, wellness, spirituality, and just the mental transition that comes with being a transgender individual. So ultimately, my goal is to create a community of trans women that uplift and support one another, to highlight excellence within the trans community, um, and for girls like you to feel seen and, and know that you're not the only trans girl in the world who's experiencing the things that you are going through because I have been there and it was a deeply isolating and horrible experience and just knowing that other trans girls are going through the same thing just breaks my heart so without further ado um let's get into today's topic well I mean I'm going to introduce today's topic so today's topic we're going to be talking about boy moding Um, But before we get into that, um, I just wanted to let you guys know that I have a weekly wellness newsletter, um, which is basically it's well, first of all, you get an email every fucking Tuesday. Um, It's a great way to start your week off. You get an iconic quote, a weekly mantra, a journal prompt um, and some words of affirmation and the journal prompt. It's you don't necessarily have to journal, but it's something for you to think about over the course of the week. Um, but yeah, my newsletters are really fun. My newsletter for last week was Britney Spears themed. Um, so yeah, sign up for my newsletter. You get a pretty awesome welcome email when you sign up, just kind of going through what Cool Trans Girl is, um, and takes you through the different features of the website. Um, and then you'll also get your first, uh, weekly wellness newsletter, which is like Paris Hilton themed. Um, it's fucking iconic. So anyways, (laughs) Also, 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 um, most recently I uploaded my Miss February Cool Trans Girl of the Month. So every month I have a Cool Trans Girl um, that I feature on CoolTransGirl.com to highlight excellence within the community. Um, Last month for the month of January was um, Giselle Christina Bird, who was the first um, black trans woman to be an executive director for a um, a theater company in the United States of America. So that's pretty cool. Um, For the month of February, I felt like it was only, you know, fair to make uh, the late uh, Cecilia Gentili my cool trans girl of the month um and even then that doesn't feel like a high enough honor to bestow upon her because she truly is one of the most remarkable women to have ever existed and i wrote a blog post about her on cooltransgirl.com just kind of briefly um touching on her story and her background and highlighting the amazing things that she has done for this community um and i know that so many people here in new york knew her personally i met her like once or twice but you know was not close with her and so um i just want to give all of my love um to all of her friends and family Um, And I just wanted to highlight her for the month of February um, to inspire other other trans girls um, 
to I guess you know just just live live their best life and go go after their dreams no matter what their background is and no matter what um, you know shitty things they have gone through like your past doesn't define you and Cecilia really just embodied what it meant to just be like a free spirit and a free soul and was just like an unapologetic bubbly sexy vivacious trans woman um and i all think that we can learn from her and um there's ways that we can all continue her legacy okay so that was my (laughs) introduction now we're gonna get into the (laughs) the potatoes and gravy of this episode if you will um and this was like not what i had originally planned to do my um episode on but recently on instagram i kind of like I've been asking like the girls who follow me on there to start like asking me questions just to start creating community. Um, and I actually and I actually got I actually got asked um, a question the other day, and I felt like it was um, something that I could make a little episode about. So let me see if I can pull it up here. All right. So somebody asked me, "Did you boy mode in the beginning?" I'm at 11 months, but haven't, like, socially transitioned. Okay, so boy moding, in case you don't know, is essentially, like, when you are early in your transition um, and you do not want, I guess, you're still, like, presenting as a boy even though you know you are a girl or you want to be perceived as a girl, etc. So for me personally... I was a twink. I did the twink to tranny timeline. Um, And I know that that is a very different transition than somebody who is perceived as masculine or hyper-masculine already. Um, And depending on, like, depending on your circumstances, um, boy moding can be, like, a safety precaution as well. Um... So I'm going to I'm going to touch on my story, how I decided to socially transition um, and we'll talk about like boy moding more. But anyways, so I had not to like play into the narrative like too much, but I had always known I was transgender or like at least that I felt like I was missing out on this part of me. Like, you know, I very much like I played with dolls um when I was a kid and like loved the color pink and like all of my friends were girls so it it really wasn't a surprise but just because like that was my experience um growing up doesn't mean that if somebody like loved monster trucks and hung out with boys and was like a guy's guy doesn't make them any less um valid as a trans woman um but like as I got older I I kind of like put that on the back burner um when I was in college i had a boyfriend uh named david shout out david if you're listening to this podcast um (laughs) two bottoms did make a top in that relationship laugh out loud um but anyways so that was when i was like 19 years old and i was starting to i guess like i was starting to have thoughts about me being a trans individual like I had thought about it a few times but it was like a thought that just like kept popping up occasionally and I had had like an emotional conversation with him just about like how I was feeling and how I you know thought I might be trans and 
you know, he was very supportive and respectful and was like, yeah, like, I get it. Like, I support you, but, like, we couldn't be together because, like, I'm not. And I was like, yeah, like, I know. So I kind of just, like, put it on the back burner. And I, I felt like I, I wasn't, like, ready to take that step or um, just because transitioning or coming out as a trans woman is feels like a very scary and overwhelming thing to do within good reason because of how society has treated trans women in the past um and it, it can be rather it's you know it's it can be rather jarring to go from male to female and especially if you come from like a religious background um or just i mean in general that's that's a that's a big transition that's a big thing to come out and say um so a lot of the times like it's understandable like you want to make sure that it's right for you instead of just like coming out and saying it and and dropping like a, a big bomb in your life because it is i mean coming out at, especially as a trans woman can can be a big bomb and just like surprise a lot of people um so anyways after like so I was still in this relationship with David. I was 19 years old. And I had some friends in Bellingham. Shout out Bellingham. Um, Bellingham, Washington. It was like this college town. Um, and I had some friends that were doing drag. And I was like really into RuPaul's Drag Race. I had like some friends and we would like all do our makeup. It was like MUA era. Like it was, you know, primo. Like James Charles, Jeffree Star era. Um, and I got really into makeup and I really like, you know, loved seeing my friends perform at, um, this drag bar and at this bar, I honestly, I, I would like always black out at this bar and I got kicked out so many times, uh, enough to the point where they would just like keep an eye on me whenever I showed up. And so then I started doing drag, um, <laughs> so that they, I wouldn't get kicked out of the club so much, but also at the same time, like I just, you know, I was like, I had all of my, um, my own ideas of how I wanted to, you know, be perceived as a drag queen and my drag name was Alicia What's Good, which is, like, so fucking ridiculous, so fucking banshee, but anyways, um, my boyfriend at the time had bought me a wig, um, I think it was, was it Wigs by Vanity? I don't know if it was Wigs by Vanity, it was, like, definitely, like, a, a drag, a drag queen-ass wig, and it was platinum blonde with a shadow root, bouncy curls, just, like, gorgeous and I was fucking obsessed with it and so I had done like a couple of numbers and just like really enjoyed the getting ready process even though my makeup looked fucking busted well not so much the face makeup but, but the eyebrows like I had really thick ass eyebrows I still kind of do um but my eyebrows were like out of fucking control and my oatmeal brows were fucking crazy uh <laughs> if you want to see a picture of drag queen aria um let me know and I will post it because it's it's kind of fucking nuts anyways so i had performed a couple of times and i mean i loved the attention hello um but when i like sat down like i just really loved like after the show i would like sit down with the girls and just like play with my hair and just feel like super con super super puss and i was like oh like, even though I love the attention, I love the tip money, and I love the free jello shots, I really loved just sitting there in my pussy afterwards and just, like, feeling like one of the girls. And so I was like, oh, this is, like, interesting. So, anyways, fast forward. 
This was summer of 2018. I move down from Bellingham to like Marysville, which is like this hodunky suburb <laughs> that my friend's uh, family was from. And they had like, were going to let me like stay with them because I didn't want to go home for some reason. Like I felt like I was like estranged from my family, but really I wasn't. I think maybe uh, knowing that I was trans had something to do with it or whatever. But like I, I really, I was just like afraid to go home for some reason. So I ended up staying with um, my friend's family. And this is when I really, like, had to sit with my thoughts um, and, like, acknowledge, like, the possibility that I could be transgender um, or more so if I was, like, willing to start taking these steps to transition. Um, And I had, like, borrowed clothes from, like, friends and, you know, was kind of just, like, dressing androgynously, like, wearing skirts and, you know, dresses. Nothing, like, crazy. Kind of like a boho vibe look, you know. It wasn't, like, tiny-ass skirts and heels and whatever. Like, I, I, you know, wasn't necessarily, like, there yet. Um, But I worked at a thrift store and I had access to like all of these clothes for like super cheap. So I would start like buying like women's clothes and like take them home. (laughs) And in the wee hours of the night, start like wearing them like around the house. And that is just like so like cross-dresser, like, Caitlyn Jenner coded, like, literally walking around the house, like, it's not what it looks like, Kendall. Don't tell your mother. (laughs) Have you seen my keys? I can't find my glasses. Have you seen my glasses? I can't drive without my glasses. Anyways, so, (laughs) so I was just, like, and, and I feel like this is a very common experience, and I feel, I don't know why it's, like, so cringy. Like, it just feels, like, so, like, cross-dresser Susan, age 54, wearing, like, trashy lingerie and a busted-ass wig. And, I mean, that's, like, not what I was doing because being, you know, being a cross-dresser and being transgender are two completely different things. Don't get it twisted. But cross-dressing is often the bridge that takes you <laughs> from uh, faggotry to tranny town, <laughs> if you will. So anyways, um, I was, you know, wearing clothes in the middle of the night. And one time my fucking friend's stepdad like caught me like walking around in a dress in the, in the house at like four in the fucking morning. And I was like, oh, my God. And literally like gagged boots ran into my room, ran it. Yeah. Um, and you know, had was forced to, like, reconcile some things within myself, and I think, like, a week later, um, it was towards, it was, like, literally, like, January 2019 is when I was just, like, fuck it, like, I'm trans, and I had come to that realization or finally, like, was able to admit that to myself because I had watched, like, a lot of YouTube videos, um, listening to other girls' experiences about how they had been feeling earlier in their transition, Um, And so I felt like I had been, and it was something that I had thought about off and on for a while, and I felt like I had made um, an informed choice. And also, coincidentally, um, I was listening to Kim Petras at the time, and I was like, oh my god, she's trans? And I was like, you can look like that as transgender? And she was honestly, like, a big part of me, like, uh, feeling inspired to transition. And I don't know if, like, 
Euphoria was out yet, but it, I just started seeing more trans women on like social media, and that you know they appeared to just be beautiful and radiant and happy and living their best lives. And so, oh my God, I was just like, I can do that too. Um, and so I ripped the Band-Aid off. I came out on Instagram on a story and was literally, like, crying on Instagram. It was so gross, by the way. If any of you, like, saw that, I am sorry. But literally cried on my Instagram story. I was like, my pronouns are she. <laughs> embarrassing. Embarrassing. But that's how I did it. I when I when Also, when I came out as gay, I had, like, come out on Facebook and, like, tagged my dad which was honestly like a shitty move but my dad was like being kind of like homophobic at the time but anyways anyways me and my dad are cool my dad came around by the way I'm, I'm very blessed and very lucky to have a family that loves and supports me um throughout my transition but anyways so <laughs> wore women's clothes in the middle of the night Caitlyn Jenner blah 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 okay okay so now we're getting into boy moding officially so early in my transition like obviously you are left with a bunch of guys clothes so a lot of like my wardrobe was like men's clothes still and you know my style was pretty playful and pretty fun like I had some feminine pieces in there but like I still felt pretty comfortable wearing jeans and sneakers and like didn't really want to wear like skirts and dresses and things like that and it just like wasn't something that was super comfortable for me um and luckily I also had access to like clothes um I had access to clothes like with my job um so I was able to like experiment with a lot of different styles um and buying a whole new wardrobe especially a girl's wardrobe is expensive as fuck so honestly I wouldn't recommend like just spending money like frivolously um when you first start to transition um on all of these clothes um, because really this is like an opportunity for you to like find yourself and to figure out like what works for you and what doesn't work for you. And I think it's really easy to feel like people transition overnight, especially with like social media and everything. You know, maybe Caitlyn Jenner did because she overnight expedited that pussy. <laughs> overnight expedited, had that pussy on lock, was on the cover of Cosmopolitan, shook, they had her ass at Spirit Halloween. It's so fucked up, so twisted. Anyways, I love shitting on Caitlyn Jenner, if you, if you couldn't tell. She's just funny. She's just funny. Mm. I have no problem with that. Anyways, so what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So boy moding. I was still like kind of wearing masculine clothes for like the first like couple years of my transition, honestly. And and that was just about like comfortability for me. So I had also just been like kind of going, you know, trying to find different styles. Like when I first started transitioning, I just was like, <laughs> like I don't know really into like this childish like fun aesthetic so I wore like a lot of clothes from like the 80s a lot of like women's blouses but a lot of like high-waisted jeans sneakers I didn't really wear skirts or things like that and um you know maybe some juicy couture hoodies and and things like that but like nothing crazy um and then as I began to transition I you know tried like I I transitioned from, like, childish to, like, 80s grandma, which was also, like, camp as fuck. And then after 80s grandma, I had done, like, this, like, you know, edgy girl thing. Because it was, like, I feel like in, like, 27... No, 2019. 2019, like, right before the panoramic, it was 
I feel like masculinity and and andro- androgyny was very cool for girls. I mean, it, it still is, but just like it was very much about like the cool girl aesthetic. Like, oh, she, you know, she has smudge liner and smokes cigarettes, and um, hyper femininity wasn't like really, you know, how uh, <laughs> hyper femininity wasn't like in like it is now. Um, so I was kind of in just like this edgy, grungy, I was also feeling very angsty at the time. And so I wore a lot of Doc Martens and high-waisted jeans and, um, a lot of black. And then after that, after the panoramic, I had like a witchy era. So that's when I was like literally just wearing like long flowy skirts and just like hippy dippy boho chic. And I still love a boho chic moment. And then after that, I had my OnlyFans era. Okay, um, and my OnlyFans, my OnlyFans, it does not exist anymore, so don't go fucking looking for it, because you're not gonna find shit, um, but I had, you know, cut off all my hair, I had a little pixie, I kind of looked like a femboy, um, and I was starting to just, like, dress more sexy, like, wear more women's lingerie, um, and wear, like, cute little skirts, and I, you know, I started to have fun, and I also, like, started to get attention for the first time. And I had been on hormones for, like, a year. So I really, like, I kind of liked that attention. Like, you know, my I was starting to look, to look more feminine. Um, I was starting to feel pretty for, like, the first time ever. And just, like, starting to get attention from boys just, like, you know, gave me, like, gender euphoria. Like, sue me. Um, and then after that, I moved to New York and literally, like, hated my fucking life. Um, and that was when, after, yeah, after the OnlyFans era, I felt deeply ashamed of my transness when I moved here because I had been like ghosted by this guy and I had like taken it out on my transness and was just like feeling bad for myself and blaming like everything on blaming my all of my suffering on being transgender and so I really just wanted to pass so I literally entered my friends call it my white woman era um where I was literally just wearing like Aritzia wearing the most boring ass clothes because I just felt like I was trying to blend in and I was trying to pass and I didn't want to like draw attention to myself um and that was just like yeah I felt very like cookie cutter I really had like no I I guess personality in my style and I mean like honestly now like I'm still a basic bitch like come on I'm literally wearing like a two-piece set right now um and I'm I'm a blonde ass bitch but I love being a basic bitch you know I have I have different outfits for different purposes but anyways what I'm trying to say is and what I hope you're taking from this is that as you start to transition like it takes time like it takes so much time to go from a whole ass male to a whole ass female like because you are essentially going through you are literally going through puberty like for a second time if you if you have transitioned in adulthood or after you have already gone through puberty um and so that can just feel like very awkward and it does. We all go through these awkward phases as trans women. We all have these ugly duckling phases, just like we, you know, just as we did in middle school, because we're we're literally going through puberty all over again. And we are adjusting to like a complete a completely new fucking gender. And it's like, yeah, like we're learning how to do our makeup, we're learning how to do our hair. Um, so really give yourself some grace with that and just like know that like you are 
taking the time to find yourself and figure out like who you are and what works for you and what is your you know what who is who is your dream girl like like how do you want to be perceived um how like gosh I'm I'm like bombing this I feel like Uh, but like how do you want to be perceived by the world how do you want to perceive yourself like who has been you know, people that you've always looked up to. And, you know, you want to try different things and figure out what works for you. And the great thing about like fashion and style is like, it's always evolving. Like you will constantly be evolving as an individual. And that's just like what fashion does. So even though right now I'm in my bimbofication era and I fucking love it, you know, maybe like 10 years from now, I could be wearing jeans and button down shirts. Who fucking knows? Um, But for now, I really enjoy happier femininity. Um, so I also just want to say like, you need, like, take your time, trust the divine timing. Like, don't, don't force yourself out of your comfort zone. Like if you, if you are like, I need to boy mode right now until I can, you know, move out of my family's house or I just feel more comfortable and confident, then do that. That doesn't, you know, detract from your transness that doesn't make you any less of a trans woman um because we've all gone through these very early stages in our transition and for me like every significant piece of my transition every significant every milestone in my transition has come at like the exact right time when I was ready for it like I took my time to socially transition I you know lived as a female um, for like a year before starting hormones, um, just because I was afraid to do hormones and I didn't want to jump into it. Some girls, they start hormones right away. Um, and then they'll boy mode, um, as they're transitioning. That's another very common thing that I've noticed. Um, but ultimately like everybody's transition is unique and you just need to like find what works for you and don't compare yourself to other trans women and don't fucking shit on yourself like for you know not looking a certain way and comparing yourself to the trans girls who were able to get on hormones before they went through puberty because that is a very different experience okay um and just you know give yourself the grace And allow yourself to just be and to discover and to enjoy your transition as much as possible. And like, like, like we all go through, like I said, these ugly duckling phases, like every hot girl every hot trans girl has looked awkward and weird and had these like weird hair grow out phases. Um, And it's just like a rite of passage, honestly. So be patient with your transition. I know it's hard. It's hard for me sometimes even because I just want all my surgeries done and I've been like working on them for a year, but I, I'm trusting, I'm choosing to trust the divine timing of everything. And I know that everything will happen as it needs to happen. So I don't want to chase after that with desperate energy and feel like I will not be happy until I have my surgeries, but I do know that once I have my surgeries, I will feel liberated um, as a transgender person. But yeah, it's it's a journey. It takes time, unfortunately, unless you are, you know, have, you know, a lot of disposable income and you can get all these surgeries like bam, bam, bam. But I feel like even if you if you do that all at once, like your mind hasn't had like time to catch up. So I, I think you really just need to sit with yourself. Um, and 
because they're, they're sorry i think you just need to sit there and like let your mind evolve as you transition and there is such a huge mental transition and change in how you like perceive the world and how you like you know how you like feel things even how you experience the five senses like all of these things are changing within you as well and I think it's important to acknowledge that mindset shift as well like that's going to be one of the the biggest things that you notice in your transition is uh, especially after being on hormones for a year and as time evolves and as you become more settled into your femininity like your mind is just going to change a lot um but yeah so I hope that answered questions about boy moding um I felt like I kind of rambled on this episode, so I am sorry, but (laughs) just if you take anything away from this episode, just know it's all going to work out. Trust the divine timing. Don't dog on yourself if you feel like you need to boy mode and you're not comfortable coming out yet, like transition at your own pace. Like everybody's transition is different. So don't compare other people's transition to yours. Yours is your own unique journey. Do what feels comfortable for you. And, you know, before you know it, flash forward, I've been, you know, I've been transitioning for five years now and I have gotten to this point and I still feel like I have other milestones that I want to get to. Um, But looking back on it, I acknowledge like all of those things, all of those things that I had went through, they happened for a certain reason and at the right time. So yeah, anyways, guys, um, that concludes today's episode of Cool Trans Girl. Um, Please check out my blog, cooltransgirl.com, and sign up for my weekly wellness newsletter. I do think that you could get some significant value um, out of it as a transgender individual. Um, But until next time, see you next Tuesday.